So what's going to be our talking gag? Me walking in and pretending like I didn't know this was happening at this exact moment. There may not be a gag. Uh, there may not be a gag this time since we're obviously doing it uh, this way we are. But we could just start right now. So, hey, guess what? We'll start right now. The walking gag can be a, uh, you asking about the walking gag. Yeah. There you go. We're very meta on this. We're super meta. Super meta. Again, again, again. Welcome to the Review Zoo. I'm Andrew. And I'm Sam. And we're recording again late at night because stupid, stupid equipment fought us. But hopefully we sound amazing to you all. We're recording with our phones right now via the wonderful app made by Anchor.fm that allows us to call each other and record this conversation. Yep. <sighs> life, life is just crazy. So, how are you doing today, Sam? I am good. My day was very different. A lot of running around, but so, I have I've succeeded in finishing the day, and I want <laughs> to end it by talking about comic books and getting drunk. There you go. There you go. I would like to do that, but I have to do some packing after this, because uh, I'm going to Sesame Street tomorrow, so that's what I'm going to do. Can you tell me how to get there? Um, apparently, you hop on the turnpike, and you keep going until you get to Pennsylvania, and eventually you get there. Oh, I'm sorry, actually. Yeah, you hop on the turnpike, and then you cut through Cherry Hill, and then you uh, get to Pennsylvania, and Sesame Street's in Pennsylvania. I know they, they point to it being in New York, but it's actually apparently in Philly. Sesame See, Street's in Philly. I mean, Philly looks is dirty enough that a person can live in a trash can, and they can be called a monster. Exactly, exactly. I mean... I, I would expect that from Philly, quite honestly. So, yeah. makes sense. Uh, love to my Philly friends. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Will Smith. Shout out to Beak. I guess shout out to Meek Mills. I don't know. I guess. I mean, Will Smith got out of Philly. I mean, I don't know. I guess so, yeah. Meek Mills. I guess that, that counts. Um, Alan Iverson? He was in Philly for a couple years, right? Yeah. yeah. There you go. The 76ers. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Shout out. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, today's episode, which is episode thirty-five, hooray! Hooray! Uh, is gonna be. Uh, well, is it episode thirty-five? Technically, it's episode thirty-four because episode four went missing. But we can't ever talk about that. So um, episode thirty-five, um, we're gonna be a little short today. We're not gonna be super long. This one's maybe we're clocking about half an hour, just because um, it's been kind of crazy. Yeah, and uh, next week we kind of want to do maybe a big E3 one, so we might talk about a lot of game stuff with uh, guests, the host who also is big into gaming. So we're gonna do that, but we want to digest and you know catch all the trailers and read all the things, and instead of just reacting, reacting, we'll react uh, informed, reacting. Yeah, so. instead of going, oh my god, did you see that trailer? Yeah, I mean that's fun. Doing that is fun, but there there are a lot of people who have done that all week, and uh, you know, they get the clicks. So we'll, we'll we'll go for informed reacting, and then once we get the clicks, uh, then we'll do more things. Which is, ah, oh my god, guys, ah. is uh, is that what we're calling it? Getting the clicks because I like it. Getting I mean, clicks. get the clicks. I mean, get the clicks. That's that's what it's all about. Get the clicks. Get Put the, that on a shirt. Get the money. Ooh, we should. We can do that. That can be our first shirt. Get the clicks. Get the money. Get the clicks, uh, get the money. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, we we'll have to make that shirt before we let this go out to the world, or something like that. Patent uh, pending. Patent pending. Patent pending. We have it. It's ours. If you if you take it, we're 
we're going to point to this podcast as proof. Yes. Um, there you go. Yeah. But nonetheless, uh, I think the biggest topic we have, we'll start with that, um, is Batman comic writer Tom King. Ex-CIA agent. He's an ex-CIA agent? Yeah. Holy shit, I didn't know that. Um, well, no, he was like, I forget what in CIA, but he was actually ex-CIA. Uh, so. I mean, if you were in the CIA, yeah, I think you can say you were ex-CIA. That, that just, wow, okay. Yeah. Um, he is going to co-write the New God screenplay with, and I'm going to try to get this right, Ava DuVernay. Yes. Ava DuVernay. Yes, thank you, Emma Says from uh, youtube.com for teaching us how to say Ava DuVernay. No, teaching you. Don't don't let that go out there. I'm sorry. I not know how to say it. Okay. Emma saying, of that. Emma saying, I'm sorry, Emma saying at YouTube uh, with her channel of her just saying things that has 468,000 subscribers, which makes me entirely too jealous that I never thought of. You know, it's one of those Pronunciating like, words for people. You just sit there and just like, God, that's so damn stupid. And- God, I wish I thought of it. You know, I, I'm going to tell you something actually after this ends. I did have a similar idea of something. I'm not going to say it because now I don't want somebody to do it. But it's actually something we can do uh, for the Rapture, uh, Rapture Press YouTube channel. That would be completely stupid. But either of us could do it um, on any given day. That's perfect. And, Let's do it. And it would be completely nonsensical and a waste of time. But it would take only about 10 seconds. So, um, yeah, moving on. So, all right, Ava DuVernay is going to be writing the New Gods movie with Tom King. This is your story. Why are you excited? Okay, so uh, as you know, I've been reading and catching up with Batman because I decided I will read one and only one DC title. Because you were very much against DC for a while. Yes, I was very much against DC for a while. So I was figuring if I can keep up with one. One title, then I'm doing my part in DC Universe. And I decided to pick Batman because out of all the superheroes in the DC Universe, I actually like Batman mm-hmm. the most. Not because of his background, but because, simply put, his superpower is being crazy prepared. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel that as a model. Be crazy prepared for things. Makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, so Tom King has been doing a phenomenal job. Reading it from back to front, like, instead of issue by issue, you, give a, you get a more of a complete story and what Tom King is coming from. And uh, I gotta say, I love his. I love his Batman. I I read something else of his that I'll bring up later in the podcast. Hint, hint. Mm-hmm. Um, but his stuff has been really good. So when I heard about this, uh, Tom King uh, writing for the New Gods, I got super excited because. Okay, so I have to spoil a little bit. He also wrote. Uh, is it Eisner? Are those are those called Eisner's? Mm-hmm. The awards. Yes, Eisner Awards. Yeah, he he wanted. A bunch of Eisner Awards for Mr. Miracle, a 12-issue miniseries that he wrote about. I think it started in 2017. Yeah, I believe so. And he wrapped it up. He wrapped it up later this earlier this year. And I read the whole thing uh, back to front. I bought it from Comicsology. Shout out to Comicsology for having those dirt cheap sales. I bought the whole thing for 12 bucks. I almost worked there once. Seriously? Uh, Yeah. How'd you fuck? How'd that happen? <laughs> How did I fuck Jesus? it up? <laughs> I, I caught myself before I said that. I fucked it up by wanting more money. That's how I fucked it up. Um, no, that's a good reason to fuck uh, it up. That's... Uh, a buddy of mine was their office manager and uh, I guess executive assistant there at the time. And so he got me an interview to come in to potentially work there. And I interviewed, but they wanted to basically pay me 12 bucks an hour. Huh. And no. it was like, I'm coming to the city from Jersey. Um, it's going to be overtime. That's cool. 
but I make 15 bucks an hour now at a doctor's office that would give me more hours if I were willing to take them there. If you can give me 15, sure. If not, mm, I don't know. So after that interview, I never heard from them again. And then shortly thereafter, my buddy left because it drove him insane to work there. And then we had one other friend who worked there for a long time until he eventually got a job at Disney, moved to the West Coast, and now works for Disney. And he posts pictures all the time, living his best life, working at Disney. Living his life like it's golden. Yes. Living his life like it's golden. Yes. In the meantime, uh, Comixology got bought by Amazon. So some of those people yeah. scored, and I think many of them actually were laid off um, before the sale went through. So That's what I thought, too. So like, you probably would have got... I would have been laid off. Can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they, they tried to basically make money, save the money for the only people they wanted to give it to, it seems like. Um, but yeah, moving back. Moving back. Uh, yeah, The New Gods. Uh, Mr. Miracle, blah, 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 Reddit. I'm going to, again, get back more into that later in the series, uh, later in the episode. But yeah, uh, I never give a crap about The New Gods. I've known about them for a bit, but I've never actually given a crap about The New Gods that much. It's short of Apocalypse, because it's Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Come on. I mean, sorry, Dark Side. Wow. Yeah, well, no. wow. Apocalypse and Dark Side, so, yeah. His no. planet is Apocalypse. Yeah, planet Apocalypse, Dark Side. But yeah, uh, if you don't know who the new gods are, they're pretty much DC's version of the Asgardians mixed with the Shi'ar, mixed with the, the Eternals. Eternals. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff yeah, going except, on. Except uh, DC cares a lot more about the new gods than Marvel's ever cared about the Eternals. Sorry. Oh my god. You actually hear god. about the new gods and you'll see them pretty frequently uh, compared yeah. to the Eternals. Who I can't remember the last time anyone really gave a shit about, about Marvel about the Eternals, which again surprised me about the movie. But moving on. Yeah, no, no, no. Seriously, I haven't. I've heard maybe the Eternals twice. Yeah, that's the only reason why I even know about them. Yeah, they're, like, they're not popular. Like, yeah, I heard something on passing in an issue. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I looked it up. I was like, oh crap, really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, New Gods. Uh, so there's two planets. There's darks. There's the planet Apocalypse that's ruled by Dark Side, and it's like misery and gloom. And you know, if you know anything about like Justice League and like the Dark Side, you got the story. I don't have to sum it up for you. But if you don't know, it's just think bad guy, bad guy on one planet, good guy on another planet. The uh, godlike figure. New Genesis. Fi- new Genesis is the planet. Hey, the godlike figure, High Father. Fine, yep, that's High Father. I mean, it's really, really heavily influenced by religion. You can kind of tell. Um, they were constantly at war, but then they decided to have a peace treaty, and in their peace treaty, they exchanged sons. So mm-hmm. Dark Side got uh, High Father's son, and High Father got Dark Side's son. Mm-hmm. Dark Side, I mean, High Father raised that son as Orion and raised him well, Wait. and he became a hero. Yeah, yeah, High Father raised Orion, yeah. Yeah, and raised him well, and became a hero, and mm-hmm. kind of a jerk, but you know, mostly a hero. And Darkseid tortured, well, had his son, had had his adopted son tortured to death. I mean, not to death, but tortured to near death over and over again until he eventually escaped. His name was affectionately called Scott Free, um, because he would try to escape, and they would just catch him. Yep. So, yeah, but uh, New Gods, really cool. Uh, a lot of deep lore there and they could do a lot of stuff with it they haven't said if it's going to be connected to the dc universe but to be perfectly honest with you uh i i don't care yeah i don't care yeah. i don't care if it is yeah i can see that i mean at this point i feel like none of the dc stuff is going to be connected anytime no, I, soon uh, no and you know what they should lean into the skit because i went to go see a movie yesterday mm-hmm. i saw godzilla king of the monsters oh. good movie See, I've, I've actually heard opposite, but go on. Uh, 
because you know those are people who are expecting a lot from it. Yeah, to be fair, this is a person who has a Godzilla tattoo on their arm and is very much a fan of Godzilla. They were not happy. Yeah, they were again. They were expecting a lot more than they got. Mm-hmm. They that's you go there with lower expectations <laughs> and a slight buzz, and you and you see a magic. You see magic. Gotcha. Low expectation and a slight buzz. That's put that on a shirt too. <laughs> Station, swipe us. Okay, okay, we got yeah, this. Right, that, right, this time. Okay, but yeah, um, and during the right before the movie showed up, we saw a trailer for Joker, and it's the same trailer we saw before when they, but they played it, and but something about it, when seeing it, I was just like, you know what? Yeah, okay, I really, I kind of want to see this movie. As in, I'll pay money to see it when it comes out, movie, and I think it's because it's not connected to all the other mess. I think that's actually why it, I, I want to see it. It's just like, this is going to be a standalone, its own film, with its own take. And you know what? Joaquin Phoenix looks good. Let's freaking see it. Let's see it. Yeah, I think I agree. I think uh, I wasn't sold on the idea of Joker originally, but uh, at this point it's grown on me. And the whole universe and basically a shambles. Screw it. Okay, sure. Might as well do it. Whatever. It's, right as well. You know, like... It, Obviously, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey is made, and it's the same Harley, so that'll probably be, I guess, somehow still in that same old universe that they've now abandoned. Uh, maybe they'll come back to it. Maybe they'll tie it into Shazam somehow again, or Aqualad. But um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see, because obviously parts of it still remain. And um, Or, 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 mm-hmm. and I'm, I say this almost every time we bring this up mm-hmm. Flashpoint. Ah, I just. Uh, I don't think that's going to fix anything now. No, no, you think it will? It will because apparently the only three people that everyone cares about in the DC universe to say this the same way, well, that are on Justice League are Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and the Flash. I, I, I think saying they care about the Flash is a big stretch right now. Okay, you know what? I say Harley so, Quinn maybe or Shazam at this point. Yeah, change change the Flash to Harley Quinn. You can do Flashpoint. And keep all those characters the same way, and then you could just have that Flash. You could just tie it into the death of Flash as well, and have him just disappear. And then you bring in some new characters, and you keep Wonder Woman and Aquaman and Harley Quinn. And I feel like it. they would need to be in that movie to justify saving them, or then it's just weird that they're still the same people, and everything else has changed. In, you could put Harley Quinn in the movie somewhere. You could just fit her in. Do you trust them to rewrite Flashpoint and have Harley Quinn, Aquaman, and Wonder Woman? the major parts of it, to save the characters. Because we're not talking like the alternate reality versions of them just showing up and doing a thing. We're talking about like the actual versions of them showing up, doing a thing, and actually surviving it into this new world. I don't trust them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't trust you're them. Right. All right. Well, uh, second Batman topic, uh, Mask of the Phantasm. I don't know if anybody knows that, but if you grew up in the 90s watching the Batman animated series, you may have actually seen a Batman animated movie once. It was the first Batman animated movie, and it was called Mask of the Phantasm, where Batman uh, fought a kind of scary, ghostly villain that came to Gotham with a big sickle for a hand who was out to kill him and seemed to have some dark connection to his past. Only to find out that basically it was an ex-girlfriend of Batman's who, yeah. uh, you know, was out to get him or out to get somebody and uh, was going to come after him if he tried to stop them. Well, yeah. um, Tom King again 
uh, is now going to be writing a Batman Catwoman series uh, later this year. And a big spoiler is a character who's going to be part of it. And we see on the cover, it's the Phantasm and the Sickle and the Mask. So it's uh, very much kind of a big deal because this is probably the first time this character's appeared in continuity. And um, yeah, they appeared in a bunch of other stuff like a Little Gotham and like Batman Beyond, mm-hmm. like the stuff that is not technically in DC continuity. So they were just able to play fast and loose with it. Oh yeah. But the, yeah, you're right. This is the first time they're actually going to be in the main, well, whatever main DC universe is at the time that we're talking mm-hmm. about. DC universes get restarted and rebooted all the damn time. Mm-hmm. So this is just a cool idea. It's a cool thing. It's not like a big, really big deal, but it is uh, super neat to see this character come back. Super neat to see this character now become part of the universe and become part of the lore of the actual Batman books. And, you know, uh, it's not the first time something from the animated series came and had a big effect on the universe. Uh, Harley Quinn. That's yes. her origin. So, you know, this could be a big deal uh, later on, but we'll wait and see. If you didn't know, Harley Quinn was originally from the animated series, and she was so well-received, she was brought into the comic books. And now she's a huge deal. The hugest. She is DC's Deadpool. Basically, yeah. I mean, they're pretty much giving her her own movie and, and want to give her her own movie, so... Yeah. And animated show. And animated show. And sometimes they draw her dancing in a bar, shaking her boobs and tits. Or, well, both, that's the same thing. But boobs and butt. So, or... there you go. Raping Nightwing. Or raping Nightwing, because she did once. Although she didn't really rape him. She propositioned him and forcibly coerced him into doing it. I mean, at the end part, he wasn't really... He wasn't fighting. He wasn't fighting. He just let it happen. Mm. Oh, well. Phrasing. Anyways. um, Not great phrasing. It's not, but it's it's, it's accurate. Uh, Unfortunately accurate. Um, This... Yeah. Also, I just need to drop an extra two minutes on this. Okay. So, Tom King was supposed to write 100 issues of Batman. He's going to stop at 85, yes. which is going to be the end of a story arc that we're calling, which is Bane's take on Gotham, pretty much trying to be, break Batman again. Because yeah. Bane has been the overarching villain of Tom King's run. Yeah, Bane and uh, Batman's father. Yeah, Batman. Yeah. Batman's father, Batman. Batman's Batman father, Batman. 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 During one of Mr. the last... Batman. Two, during Flashpoint, coincidentally mm-hmm. enough, he uh, Flash ran into Batman's father because in that universe, Batman had uh, Bruce Wayne had died with his mother, and Thomas Wayne had survived, so he became Batman. And just think of him as more Punisher meets Batman. Wait, did you he, did you say his mother died or no? No, the mother died, right? No, the mother became the Joker. Oh shit, that's right. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah, he yeah. Bruce Wayne died. Mother became the Joker, and then Thomas Wayne became Batman. Yeah, but he was a more badass he, Punisher version of the Batman. Basically, yeah. He racked around with guns and killed people and did all kinds of stuff. He was Mr. Batman. Yeah, he he felt nothing about it. Yes. But anyway, he ends it, he's going to end it at issue 85 where Bruce, uh, again, this is about Batman brain trying to see if he breaks the, the bat. And um, the over uh, one of the themes of this run has been can Batman be happy and still be Batman? Yeah. Because one of the biggest things that happened in the storyline was he proposed to on again, off again, love interest Catwoman, and she accepted. And they were going to be married, and then she left him pretty much at the well, altar, yeah. which, which is the rooftop. 
but yeah, she yeah she left in there. And they basically okay. kind of, well, they basically kind of you know tell us now in this latest book that how it was all set up by Bane, where you know Bane tries to kind of put things out there to make her doubt that she should be doing this and then the joker shows up and the joker is like the bad friend that she's not supposed to listen to and they're having a fight and they're and they're both dying and the joker is basically telling him like you're going to destroy him by marrying him because you know once he's happy he isn't going to be able to stand up to any of us anymore he can't take us down if he's happy because he's going to constantly be too worried about losing that happiness and kind of this and that so you marrying him will break him he will no longer be Batman he will no longer be able to do this kind of thing um, and that, of course, puts plenty of doubts in her head because, you know, the Joker's a crazy person who definitely needs to be stopped, so you definitely need a Batman to do it. And, uh, yeah. He actually says that. He says, I can kill everyone, and I need Batman to be here to stop me. Mm-hmm. He says, I can kill everyone. And he basically tells her, only you and I love him the same way and know him the way we do. You know, he basically tells her that, like, only uh, both of us know him the way we do. No one knows knows him better than us. And I'm telling you, this is a mistake. It's so, it's it's a very interesting heart to heart. It's an interesting conversation with the Joker and Calum. That's that's for sure. But anyway, after that, it was announced that he will be taking on a 12 issue miniseries because it feels like 12 is his thing. 12 issue miniseries. That it would be called Batman's Catwoman, which would finish off his run of the story. Which, if I do math right, that still leaves him with episode issues in '97 to. Yep. So he's still three episode issues shy, but you know, mm-hmm. whatever beggars can't be choosers. And uh, you know, again, just interesting that they'll be together. So we have to see how that happens too. Yeah, because they currently are not. Catwoman's doing her own thing in her own comic, and Batman is trying to defeat Bane. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: Tom King has hinted that. Something is going to happen that is going to have real ramifications in comic books because that's how I get interested in comics. When you do things and keep it done, like you do things and change things and make it completely different than before, and actually, you know, leave it and let it sit and let you know the world coalesce around. Colo, colo, colo. Uh, oh God, you've messed me up. Now I can't even say it. coalesce. Yes, that <laughs> word around them, around the thing, whatever it is. <laughs> I think Thomas I Wayne's going to reveal himself to still be alive to the world. That's, I don't think that, maybe. That's, yeah, that's a big deal. Batman, that, Bruce Wayne's probably suddenly alive, takes back over Wayne Industries, does all sorts of stuff. Okay, so here, yeah, here's my thing. Although that's uh, a trope that if DC does Bruce Wayne's father and uh, Superman's father. But here's, here's my theory. You might as well just what? bring back Uncle Ben. Jesus Christ. No. Okay, go on. Either A, Batman decides to uh, Batman decides to stop being Batman. Thomas Wayne becomes the new Batman, and Batman goes off to be happy. Or B, Batman decides to be Batman and be married. I mean, it's a big deal, but it's not like we were already kind of prepped for that. So it kind of feels like, eh. like Batman was already ready to make that leap. It was everyone else around him who was like, maybe you shouldn't make that leap. No, but what if he actually doesn't? What if he decides that I'm just going to be... I don't know if it's a big deal, Batman. I don't know if it's a big deal. We kind of did that in, like, you know, the 60s and 70s. We have books of Batman and Catwoman raising their children to be superheroes, even if they're, like, kind of future tales. It's future tales, but they're they're never been actual tales. That's the thing. It's always been, Uh, oh, it's an alternate universe. Slightly. I mean, Earth 2... Earth 2 was a part of no, New 52. Earth 1. 
I'm yeah, about, I know Earth One. Yes, that's true. That's like saying something that happened in six one six zero, six one six, or or like four one nine in the Marvel universe. It doesn't matter. I'm talking about in the main universe. But that's like if something there. happened in the Ultimate Universe as opposed to the main universe, you'd kind of sort of be like, well, maybe. No, I don't. All right. I think Batman's going to be happy. I think at the end of this thing, Batman is going to do something to be happy. I don't think he's going to. I think the message is that you can do both. Right. Because he's Batman. I mean, yeah, that's excellent. That sounds fine. Yeah, we will see. Th- another running thing in Tom King's stuff is him always sit, finishing off something saying, because he's Batman. I mean, so Batman a, doing something impossible because he's Batman. It's a great think, line. Yeah, I think Batman being able to be married and still be Batman and still having the fight and fire to fight. I mean, might be a thing. I mean, he can do it because he's Batman. Because he's Batman. There you go. All right. So moving on. Hey, there's a. Uh, do you want to read comic books? Uh, do you want to read more comic books? Because there's a new service out, uh, possibly today, but um, but in general, there's a new service out for your iOS and Android devices that will let you read comic books. And here's best of all, it's for free. Uh, the service is called Graphite. So like the you know the Graphite pencil. It's launched as a Netflix meets Spotify meets YouTube for comics for free or for $4.99 per month ad-free. So, yeah, we just found out about this tonight. Um, I downloaded it and have been playing with it. It's surprisingly uh, not terrible. Um, it's basically what it says it is. It is a comic book reading app that uh, is ad-supported. So, I mean, you hop into the app and it's kind of comicsology-like. And you can see all your comics. You can see comics and graphic novels. You can see webtoons. You can see publishers or various genres and settings. Um, there's options to uh, make certain comic books unreadable. So if you want things that are for young children, you can make it so they can't read things that are not for them. But publishers include Dynamite, IDW, Tidal Wave, Marcosia, Arcana, Antarctic Press, Aspen, Boom Studios, and uh, a bunch of smaller ones that I've probably not heard of, but have a few books here and there. Um, I don't can't say the library's overwhelming right now, but I'd have to say there's probably at least over 500 books uh, from all the studios combined. So if you don't read a lot of indie books, you definitely got a place to start. Um, I, I read President Evil first, which is a book about... Uh, a zombie apocalypse spawned by swine flu uh, where Barack Obama is trying to help save the country while teamed up with Sarah Palin, John McCain, Hillary Clinton, and um, various uh, political people and to stop the zombified presidents of the United States who have spawned this virus to start. Um, Again, not too bad. I read it. It looked fine. The graphical quality of the pages were good. At the bottom of every page, there was a small ad that was running. Uh, currently looking at it, there is one for Scatter Slots. It is a slot machine game that I could install right now if I were to click on it. Um, but otherwise, flipping through pages, pages load fast. If you're hearing that, that's an ad that's playing right now for a game to download. And I'm going to exit out. Uh, so every few pages, you do sometimes get ads that will pop up in between the pages. So couldn't see how that would be super annoying for people. But if you just wanted to read comic books, free comic books. And right now I'm looking at Claus, which is the story of Santa Claus before he becomes Santa Claus. It was written by Grant Morrison. And in this book, uh, he's basically fighting a Grendel-like creature to rescue a village. 
Actually, he's fighting the what's its face? Uh, the what's the anti Santa again? You remember? Krampus. He is fighting the Krampus in this story because I read it before. Um, this village does not celebrate merriment. They're pretty much terrible, and I believe they have a demon that becomes somebody becomes the Krampus by the end that he has to fight off. Um, he is not a magical being. He's just a, a brute force kind of kind of guy who understands the world and hunting and animals and does his thing. Uh, so yeah, good book. But yeah, otherwise, um, Graphite is like I said, kind of solid. Uh, let's you subscribe to books. So if there's books that have more issues coming out, it will subscribe and tell you when they're available. Uh, it tells you which books are new. Some of these books look relatively new, as in they probably came out last year. Maybe even some of them um, in the last two years. Definitely some that are older. But um, again, for some of the studios to hear that I know, like Boom Studios. Boob Studio seems like they've jumped in wholeheartedly with some of the titles, and um, I guess if they're getting enough uh, ad revenue dollars, this might be a thing they continue. And there's also a Godzilla comic, and the first four issues of the Go Go Power Rangers comic book, which I believe started recently, but they may be a little bit further along than I think. Recently is like, I think, two years ago. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think they're a little bit closer to issue 20 than not, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, but yeah, like I said, indie comic books, um, it's not bad. And like I said, I assume it's just started since I'm seeing articles on it today. So, yeah, I think more comics. If you want more, this is probably not a bad thing to try. Uh, I think... Uh... How long do you think it's before they'll actually get a Dark Horse or um, Image? Because DC Horse, and Marvel is probably not even happening. No, DC and Marvel I don't think is going to happen. Dark Horse, um, I think is a possibility. Image, maybe some Image creator-owned books might pop up there. Um, I think it all depends on the ad dollars. Obviously, uh, they must have probably had to pay something small to get this up front. And then it's going to be volume. I mean, if they're playing enough ads and they're getting ad impressions per every page, they could stand to make a lot of money if people are reading. But, um, yeah. yeah, I think it just depends on what their marketing is and how far they can reach out to people. Because, you know, I, this is a totally free thing outside of the getting rid of ads, which then you pay them five bucks a month. If they're adding enough books for five bucks a month, it could actually be a great deal. Um, but it's just whether or not the titles keep coming, um, new books keep coming, you can catch up to almost modern books and things like that. And, um, you know, if the app continues improving. I will probably use it only, if only to catch up, well not catch up, but to read the backlog of uh, Transformers comics that I've been meaning to get to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they have something, could be worthwhile. Uh, like I said, uh, I had no intention to read President Evil, but I enjoyed the four issues that I read, and I'm sure I can find something else enjoyable on there, or I can at least sit down and read, reread Irredeemable again. Since that's Irredeemable also... is so good. Oh, totally good, totally good. Boom Studios Irredeemable is an incorruptible. It's totally solid. Uh, yes, it's basically what would happen if Superman went just batshit insane and yeah. decided to kill everybody. Yeah, and Irredeemable is all volumes, so it's basically volume one through volume ten. So they're not even doing issues for it. They just put the volumes out. So the complete collections. So you can read the whole story, which is excellent. So, uh, and Incorruptible's there, which is kind of the sister story to it. 
So yeah. uh, definitely they, worth reading. Yeah, they were all in the same universe, and that was kind of like the anti-hero to his villain. And had one of the most interesting superpowers I have seen in quite some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. All right, so we got that. Definitely work. Check it out. Graphite. Just search Graphite in the iOS or Android store, Graphite Comics, and you will find this app. Um, see, I put this one down. Uh, Rob Liefeld is doing stuff again. Um, <laughs> stuff that's caused him to quit Twitter. So that's fun. Um, so yeah, Rob Liefeld apparently went on uh, Twitter or a interview or YouTube or something and basically just DC Comics. So, um, he just, he did a lot more than this. Yeah. He basically revealed the existence of a crossover between image and DC that hasn't been announced yet. Um, basically Jim Lee apparently called him up and asked if he wanted to do a crossover with some of his extreme, uh, comics characters for DC comics for the end of this year and do a bunch of short stories. And they said they consider it. And then he basically was just like, I don't care. How this affects one Iota when I expressed I think DC Comics should get new management. So he basically complained that they need new managers, they need new people. Um, he doesn't think that DC Comics reflects the one he grew up with. They're not producing quality content, I guess. Uh, and I don't care if there's an Image Comics, DC Comics special, and I'm left out because seriously, just get out of here with that. He also revealed that he's been talking with DC over the year to do a Thunder the Barbarian comic because, you know. Oh, well, actually, he. Basically said it himself sarcastically. It's a real barn burner of a property, right? That's what I was thinking. Who's clamoring for Thundar? But Thundar was co-created by Steve Gerber and designed by Alex Tooth and Jack Kirby. So I guess, you know, somebody there must like Kirby. So they want it to come back. Um, But yeah, needless to say, uh, all this attention has led to him quitting Twitter. And he's basically just going to focus on Instagram. So... I never thought I'd be giving a crap about Rob Lowe's use of Twitter, but yeah, I kind of upset that Rob Lowe can't use more Twitter. Wait, no. Rob Liefeld. Rob Lowe is the actor. Rob, sorry, Rob, Rob Lowe. Rob Liefeld. That's going to be your thing. Messing, it's going to be. Messing up names. Yeah, whatever you say, Anthony. That's just hurtful. <laughs> That's hurtful. That's so lean. Um, Major X is the motherfucking bomb. I'm sorry, I'm looking at his Twitter. Uh, Major X is not the bomb. I'm sorry, Rob. I'm not one to kick you because I think you're probably a decent guy, but uh, that's not a good book. Major X is pretty bad. Um, it's new Marvel book. Uh, it stars Cable. It looks like a '90s book, and it's pretty terrible. Major X is who? Because I, I knew it was his new. I know who's his new character, but I, like I didn't know who's. I, I almost don't want to touch it with ten foot pole. All right, I mean, Major X is Cable's son, but it's Cable's son from an alternate future that he has never met up until this book, who has come back in time because he's trying to defeat some, like, I don't know, some group that's in control of the world and the future and has people like Dreadpool working for them because he's Deadpool, but more dreadful. I don't I don't know. And, and Cable's son works with McCoy who may be the son of Beast, but his name is M. Coy, as opposed to just spelling the whole thing out because you left off one letter. What are you doing? Oh, my God. We're going to hear all that. Oh, crap. Sorry. Yes. 
you're recording. I have no idea what you're doing. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a dreadful book. I have no idea, and uh, it's just uh, it needs to end. And it's that. It's just bad. It's really bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, I I wasn't wasn't interested in it. It's it completely like, oh, unnecessary. Whatever it, it is, looks, looks like a ripoff of Boba, Boba Fett. So. Pretty much, it, it's completely unnecessary. I have no no idea how this will have any effect in the future, but I can't imagine it will. It just it just feels like a waste of time. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, because we said we were going to go 30 minutes and we're about 40 at this point. Um, E3 was this week, like we said. So lots of video games were announced, lots of things. Um, uh, just in the video game realm, were shown off that are going to be hitting the market in the next two years to get everybody excited. Uh, one of those things, highly anticipated, was the Avengers video game from Square Enix. Have you seen this? Oh my god, yes I did. Okay, so as, as a, somewhat of a lapsed gamer who's getting back into it, uh, give us your impressions. Um, so I like that the game exists. <laughs> I like that Square Enix is the one who made the game. You know Square Enix from their properties of Final De- Final Fantasy. Wow, well, I was going to say Final Destination, <laughs> Final, <laughs> Final Fantasy, and Kingdom Hearts. Yep. Uh, I like the what I saw. I uh, what I saw in regards to like. Using different characters, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, and I don't Captain really America. See, I mean, I didn't see any actual like look like you can use Captain America's mm-hmm. character because um, if you see this trailer, spoiler alert, he dies. Yeah. Um, or does he? Exactly. Yeah, but um, a lot of people are ragging on the character designs because like they're supposed to be based off of the Mar- the Marvel movie. Uh, adventures, what they look like, and they don't look anything like them. Basically, one of the memes going around is, you fools, you captured the stunt doubles, because they don't look like, they, they, don't, they don't resemble any of the actors at all. Yeah. Um, I, what I saw on Twitter was somebody saying, hey, which was pretending to be Sony and talking to the cast, was like, hey, I mean, Square Enix, and they were like, hey, um, we'd like to use your, your, your likenesses to, in our video games. And they're like, okay, just pay each one of us fifteen million dollars. Uh, yeah, just give us a second, and then. Yep. Yeah. And that's what they they abused. Yeah, that's that's been going around. There, there's been a bunch of memes for that, but um, yeah, it's uh, well, announcements came out actually today on Twitter that supposedly the Avengers uh, creative team have heard people's complaints, and they will be making changes so that it looks more like what fans expect. So uh, I immediately tweeted, "Is the Avengers getting Sonic?" That's what I was thinking. Yeah, because you know Sonic the Hedgehog uh, came out looking like a monster that frightened children and grown adults, and then frightened me. There you go. And then people basically said it, and the studio decided we will delay the movie a year so that we can fix Sonic. Um, I said that at first for Avengers, but then I thought about it, and I'm thinking. They may still make the release date of May 15th, 2020. Because at this point, really all they should have to change for these characters are the faces. The costumes should be fine. Because they've already hinted at the fact that there's going to be DLC. uh, Or at least there's going to be unlockable things like new costumes for most of the characters, if not all the characters. So really, all they should have to do is change the faces for every character. Because that's the part that everybody 
super disagrees with the just the way these people look. Um, yeah, I think they need to go. They need to lean more into the comic books than less into the movie uh, in terms of character appearance. Because you know, if they can't get the rights to make them look exactly like the actors, then there's no reason to try to make it look like the movie universe. Just lean into the comic, make them identifiable as the characters. Yeah, what they kind of did there. Yeah, it was somewhere in the weird between where like there was like, well, we want them to look really realistic, like real people, but we don't have any real people to model them after, so we're just gonna make them have the basic characteristics of the Avengers. This is a girl; she has red hair. This is a guy holding a shield; he's blonde. You know? This is a guy with a goatee; he wears a metal suit. Yes, and this is a guy who turns into a green guy, so he'll wear a purple shirt. It's like, okay, it's just too close. Like, you can tweak it a little bit more and get more mileage out of it. But, um, needless to say, it is coming out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Stadia, which is Google's new uh, streaming initiative, and PC on May 15, 2020, so far. And the PS4 is also going to see some exclusive bonuses, like early beta access, because Square loves nothing more but to give Sony some free shit. Um... Also, it was announced that all the DLC, new characters and regions will be free. There won't be any loot boxes, so as they add things to the game, you'll get them. Um, they already hinted at the fact that Ant-Man probably will be a very early one, because they show Hank Pym later on uh, blasting something with a gun that basically shoots Pym particles and shrinking it down to doggy size. Um, but apparently it's a service game, so there's going to be lots of changes. The game will change over time. Um, and they will try to find and add new things so that you basically continue playing this game for years to come, a la Destiny, an Anthem, um, a Division, things like that. Just games right. they want you to play forever. Um, and if they keep adding characters and they keep adding new places to fight, uh, that might actually work. Uh, it will be single-player and it will be co-op, so you'll be able to play with friends or by yourself. Um, and it's the Avengers. It looks pretty solid so far. You want to play? You play Hulk, I play Iron Man? Uh, yeah. It's going to be a day one, man. I'm going to buy this damn thing. Right. And May 15th, be playing it the whole day, as long as they don't delay it. And it doesn't go away. Oh, Square Enix, they always make their deadlines. We'll be fine. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. they're not terrible with their deadlines. Because typically, they don't typically give you a deadline until they actually know they're going to make it. So, they're not too bad. They'll just say that they're making a game. Yeah, and then, then, then never wait. say anything about it again. That's all. And then make you wait a decade no. for it. Cough, cough, Kingdom Hearts 3. Yep. Cough, cough. Cough, cough, Final Fantasy 15. Cough, cough, used to be Final Fantasy 13. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I first saw the trailer for the Final Fantasy 13 Versus. Exactly. And then you're just like, oh, it's Final Fantasy 15. I'm like, what? Yep, yep, yep. That was a long time coming. Seeing as how they made three Final Fantasy 13s and a 14 in that meantime. Hell, they made 14 twice because 14 failed the first time it came out. Then they had to turn it off, uh, reboot it, and start it all over again and make a whole new game. So, yeah, it took a long time. It took a super yeah. long time. And clearly they're working on Final Fantasy VII Remake because that's coming out mere two, two years after Final Fantasy XV came out. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, they, were, they were busy doing other things and taking their sweet-ass times. Yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, that was a quickie, but I think that's where we're going to end it. 
Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, Just I was supposed to give a review of <gasps> Mr. Miracle. Oh, well then let's do it. Uh, it's going to be a 60-second spoiler. Okay. Okay, so start the clock, and now. Wait, so wait, 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 is... wait, wait, wait. Let's do 60 seconds exactly. We have four seconds. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so uh, Mr. Miracle, written by Tom King, written, uh, drawn by Mitch Chard, is a great comic. You should all read it. It deals with mental health and dis- uh, building families and death and suicide and what it means to grow from your trauma and can you actually build and make something good when you've only known something bad uh it's i read it on my birthday so it was very kind of um, that seems like a terrible one so go ahead (laughs) yeah it actually did a lot for me so i would suggest everyone check it out i I don't want to spoil the ending because it's it's actually that good of a comic Mm -hmm. But uh, everyone should check it out. It's 12 issues of just great stuff. It won awards. Go for it. I'm all for it. And Big Barda is awesome. Oh, Big Barda is so awesome. The two of them are the cutest fucking couple you'll ever meet. Indeed. And funny enough, uh, with that being a minute, I can say I actually did not realize that was uh, the kid that was swapped with Orion all these years for some reason. Oh, Scott. Uh, Scott Mr. Free. Miracle? Yeah, Mr. Miracle. Like, I knew he grew up on Apocalypse and all that stuff, and that's where he met Big Barda. But somehow I didn't realize he was High Father's son, who had been swapped at birth with Orion, Dark Side son. Make, if he makes you feel any better, I didn't realize that either. I knew about the Apocalypse thing, I just didn't know he was Scott uh, thing. Oh, yeah, but I read DC Comics way more than you, so I'm kind <laughs> of surprised. Yeah, but, like, again, no one really. Uh, New Gods is cared more by DC than Eternals, yes, but they're not used more, mm-hmm. like, used, like, excessively. And that's another thing, Orion joined the Justice League at one point, too, so I knew about him pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I knew about, like, over, uh, one of my, I think, I forget which crisis it was, it Final Crisis? Starts with him dead? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, so, like, yeah, no, I've been, like, I knew about Orion for a bit. Yeah. I knew of him. He was in the DC animated one, too. Yeah, he was. He was. He was in, I think, the Superman animated series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's old school. He, he's been around for a bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is uh, one of the quickest official ones we've ever done. We are clocking in at 48 minutes and 20 seconds. Hmm. Well, it's probably going to get cut. Yeah, a little bit. So it's going to be like more like 46 minutes. <laughs> first two minutes, we were like battling. Yeah. It's like, hey, are we on? No. Okay, we're good. Okay. All right, press that button. Hold the, hold the aluminum foil. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Pray to the gods that they record. Exactly. The typical usual stuff. Mm. But all right, guys. Uh, this has been the reviews. This has been episode 35. Woo, we made it to 35. Uh, now, let's get 35 people to listen to this or more. That will be great. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I am Andrew McDonald. And I am Sam Harper. And we are uh, the Review Zoo, and we're a part of the Rapture Press Network. Uh, this is a Rapture Press podcast. You can find more podcasts that we do at rapturepress.com. We have uh, two lovely gentlemen who do uh, two podcasts a month, uh, two different ones called Mike and Mike Go to the Movies, where they review all sorts of movies and things. And they also do The Complete Works, which is currently in season one, reviewing every movie that Nicolas Cage has ever done. Right now, they're up to movie 76. So, so they're literally doing the Lord's work. Yeah, probably yeah. They're, they're nearly done. I think they've got about 20 or so more to go, and then they will have caught up to everything he's uh, released to video. 
Yeah. So you should definitely take a listen. We also have another girl uh, by the name of Cheryl Guarino. Yes, woman, who has her podcast, Kick-Ass Biz Bitches, where she uh, does her uh, life, what is it, life coach thing, and she, you know, gives you advice, how to start your business, how to get your goals, how to reach your, your peak, so you can also check that out at Rapture Press. Um, and yeah, Sam and I are here at the reviews are doing our thing until we uh, launch something else. So that'll be about it. So we hope you guys have a good night. Hope you tune in next week uh, when we'll do another episode. And uh, leave a comment, leave a like, leave a thing, a review, and subscribe. Send us the letters of encouragement. Send us letters of disappointment. Send us letters. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Free shit. We're on YouTube. We're on Instagram. Find us in all the places. I'm on Reddit. I'm on the dark web. I'm on. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Exactly. Don't find Sam on the dark web. Leave him alone. I'm I'm on the voice. I'm in the village voice. I'm in... There you go. There you go. I am in the Bible. Wait, no. Wait. Well, there's an Andrew. I, I, I'm, in, I'm in the Bible. There you go. See, we're in the Bible. We're biblical. So, see you guys later. Excelsior. Excelsior.